Hello and welcome to season two of Fabulous Woman. I'm your host, journalist and broadcaster Marvaroon Cole. This season's finally here and I'm calling them the joyful sessions because the focus is going to be on uh, the individual kind of journeys of self-discovery of the women I speak to during this lockdown. And also, what are they doing and what are we all doing to keep ourselves happy? Now, as ever, the women in this series are a mix of of women I know, women I've worked with, uh, who I follow on, on social media or who I've been admiring from afar and basically stalking for a very long time. Um, but uh, they all have the same thing in common. She is a fabulous woman. So each episode short, sweet, snappy. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry. So make sure you tell your friends. Right. Let's go. Wow, super excited. It is season two, Fabulous Woman and Ron Killawell's with me, PR consultant. How are you? I'm fine. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? Really good. Surviving, surviving in these surreal times. I think that's what I'm going to put the name on it for, you know, like it it does feel very surreal. Um, And it's been the longest time since I've caught up with you properly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Joining me on the new season, um, all by Zoom and uh, wherever you get your podcasts as well. Um, and, it, you know, it, this the podcast sticks with the same tradition, you know, speaking to a fabulous woman each mm-hmm. episode, right? And uh, you are absolutely no exception to that rule. Um, and uh, But obviously with a little bit of a twist now, because I want to hear what, how you're all coping, right? What you're all doing. Um, so... What's the new normal like for you in this PR world then, Ronke? This is an interesting question because um, I'm used to dealing with crisis. Maybe not at this scale, but I'm used to dealing with crisis. So it feels like I've managed to cope calm quite well in the midst of this. But then I've recognised that that being said, I've still continued. So... We're in a really strange landscape, especially in media relations. So what I tend to do for clients is try to get their stories into onto media platforms, traditional or new media. But obviously things are changing, right? So I'm still trying to work and pitch in and tell stories. But then the people who I'm trying to tell stories to, their newsrooms are changing. So I'm having to adapt even just how I communicate with them and realizing that actually Mike and also manage my clients' expectations. So their priorities in terms of let's still try and get this in. I'm, I'm trying to just let them know that actually the people I'm trying to talk to, the journalists, the media platforms and outlets, they're changing and they're dealing with other things. And so our priority isn't their priority. And we have to be mindful of that. But I've always tried to be mindful of that anyway. It's just about managing um, client expectation. But also for myself, managing my own expectation because I've just tried to, I've just kept on going, but then I've not rested. And I think it's really important to rest, even though we're staying at home, I still need to rest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, you're talking about newsrooms changing. They totally have, haven't they? Because of course the news agenda is 99.9% uh, coronavirus, right? COVID-19. Yes, yes. Um, and in some cases, depending on the news organizations you're pitching to, 
some of furloughed staff already with a lot of talk about you know the guardians and that uh reach plc the kind of mirror group uh, of newspapers uh, uh regionally and nationally have as well um so there might even be less actual journalists working on stories for stop. um has that kind of affected your success at all or are you still managing to punch through well this is a really great question what i'm finding interestingly enough is a smaller publications and more niche targeted publications are still being quite responsive, right? Because their audiences are still looking for different kinds of content to keep themselves upbeat and not necessarily just focus on the current um, pandemic. The bigger scale, the larger scale, it's, a, it's a, you know, it was, it was tricky before, now it's going to be a lot trickier and it's taking a lot longer. And as you've mentioned, even the big ones who we think could survive this, they're shrinking so now it's just about being you know mindful of the fact that their teams are shrinking um so what i found what i've always done in my career is i've always shown equal respect to both the small niche publications and the big ones so i'm i respect the local journalists the niche journalists the mainstream media journalists Whereas some people do want to focus on the mainstream which i understand i'm all about showing the same respect to everyone and i think what that's done is it's actually benefited me now because I'm seeing that I'm getting some really good responses from niche publications. But then again, it's also about changing client expectations as well, right? Because clients still want the big, glitzy, you know, the do. major ones. Yeah, and now I'm having to tell them, but no, look at this, this small scale one still gets engagement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's been interesting. It's been interesting. Engagement is key, isn't it? Absolutely, engagement is key. Um, and of course, I, myself, have hired you uh, full disclosure and I know how brilliant you are you know even I knew this like two years ago before even this crisis was in anybody's brain right so um and what I love about what you do as well is um that kind of thought leadership you know um in kind of delivering great interesting solutions and just basic tips about how to promote yourself as a business things to do the things to do and what not to do more importantly um and you've been doing that for about three or four years now is it yeah even longer yeah but also as you've just described it so you've actually hit the nail on the head because i've started i pivoted to that kind of those those kind of the thought leadership perspective and the personal branding perspective over the past three or four years. So yeah, I mean, I've been obviously doing PR for much longer, but that particular um, kind of area of expertise, I've started to kind of iron out the kinks and being, I've, I've become better at giving that kind of advice. And I've seen, I've, I've been rewarded, it for, rewarded for it because I, I get, before the crisis, I was getting booked to speak at events Ooh. about how to position yourself, personal branding, how to engage and communicate as individuals and so basically using PR tactics on an individual level um, so yeah I mean I'm glad you noticed actually because not everybody knows <laughs> not everybody noticed <laughs> I'm the all-seeing eye <laughs> yeah, good. I see you I see you okay I see you <laughs> and um, you've been broadcasting as well of course you were doing was it talk radio with Penny oh, for a while Saturday yeah. mornings I think yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I secretly stalk you <laughs> Okay, so for the people, get the handcuffs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You've been doing that as well. What's um, what's Penny like? Yeah, you know what Penny is. Penny is 
as you see her and what I, she's a she's a consummate professional she is very she's a professional broadcast journalist so she's very on it and um so it was really interesting i learned from her i learned a lot from her i i think she's got a great that saturday morning voice i think it, she, she's good at that so yeah. it was really interesting it was a really interesting experience and i think because I grew up watching her on TV, I don't want to give her away her age. We used to make jokes about that. But uh, <laughs> it no, was we good. Did though, didn't we? Was she TVLM or something like that? She was on TVLM, yeah, Daybreak, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Morning Britain. No, it's Good Morning Britain now, but it was, like you said, it was, um, I can't forget what it's called before. Yeah, I think she it was very good then. Yeah, she's still, okay. She did it for Excellent, excellent. So you, would you, do you reckon you might be doing a bit more of that though? Well, it, well when we return to normal, which is the yeah. common phrase now, like, when the I think so. And I think, um, do you know what it's, it, what's good and what's good about paying attention? So you're such, you're so good, Mark, because you've, you're showing people how important it is to pay attention, is that I can learn from, I don't just pitch to journalists for the sake of pitching to journalists to get coverage from my clients. I learn from journalists like yourself in terms of tone, communication. And so I'd love to go back to doing some radio work in the future when this hopefully goes back. Well, I don't want to say it goes back to normal. It's, it's like he said earlier, it's a new normal. So whatever the new normal is and however we're going to, however it's going to, life is going to become after we get through this, I would like to do more. Yeah. At some yeah, point, yeah. or at least, yeah. Good. Uh, I don't doubt um, that for a second that you, you know, you'd be standing outside a radio studio knocking on the door going, let me in. Do you know what I mean? You'll be like through the doors, potentially your own show. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, because you're your fine, right? lips to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> speak, speak it into existence, right? <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, you're talking about new normal. Okay, so here's, so we've done like work, right? So outside of outside of work and where you are, you're based in London, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the situation like where you are in terms of, um, you know, going to get your food and all the rest of it? Are you getting deliveries or what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, because I tell you now, <laughs> uh, I'm almost frightened to go out of my front door. It's it's irras- it feels a little bit irrational. Actually, it is irrational. Um, I've got my mask. I've got my gloves. Um, and, uh, when did I last go out? Good Friday. I did the shop, um, for myself and Austin, my hubby. And then what did I, did I pop out yesterday? Which was t- so uncharacteristic of me. Um, cause I went to the, I actually went to the pharmacist, right. To pick up a repeat prescription. So it was like, I had to go, but I was like, so shocked by my local high street and the amount of people just, just enjoying themselves walking out. No mask, no gloves, all this, that, and it was like a normal day on my high street, which was a little bit freaky. I didn't feel it was the right thing for everybody to be doing. I knew yeah. I was out to get a prescription. I was wondering, it, it kind of made me throw suspicion on people I didn't know, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not even me, but so that's my experience. Like what's happening where you are? Yeah, I love what you just said, because I haven't been out to do any kind of shop for about a week. And I'm thinking I'm going to do an online shop purely because aside from obviously following the restricted movement um, regulations when you when we're going out we're finding that okay people are social distancing in the queue but once we're getting into the cinema um, into the supermarket i was going to say cinema see i'm, I'm missing, I'm missing. <laughs> yeah no, i'm with you <laughs> once you're getting into the supermarket yeah. people are just literally walking over each other and i know some of the supermarket chains are 
reducing, limiting how many people are actually going inside now. So it's getting better. But I just feel like, I can't, if, and I don't want to be that kind of person, but I don't, I can't trust people. Like, people are just not, I don't, I can't trust them. I'm looking, I'm side-eyeing everyone. So I don't want to stay at home. Um, yeah, and, and I think being in London, as, as you can imagine, even the smallest high streets are still, people are going out and being busy and just doing their thing. Um, and the, the local parks, like local councils are already starting to close out parks which is really bad because if you're in a, a place where you don't have a major a, a large garden or mm. as you know it's, it's highly populated in the city anyway even if you've got a garden sometimes you want to go out for a walk um so it's been a bit tricky and i don't want to be the kind of person who suddenly sides eyes everyone and judges everyone and you know you don't want to get angry you want to still be able to trust that people will do the right thing but it's 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 tough. So I I'm limiting how often I go out for even for the shop. So I, like I said, I'm going to go up, do my online shop, and I do I haven't done my daily walk around the block for the past two or three days, mm -hmm. and I'm feeling it now. I mean I'm I don't mind being a homebody, but I do feel like I do want to get out fresh air because sometimes if you go out, people aren't on the pavement. It's like I'm having to walk into the road. <laughs> Yeah, and it's nice. distressing, isn't it? Because you've got to look and check, okay, that I'm not going to get run over here, but actually I need to do the social distancing and the only way to do it is to get in the road. <laughs> it's ridiculous, it's really, isn't it? What's really funny, Marv, is like, people have gloves and masks, but they're not following the social distancing. It's like you're wearing, you know one thing, but you're not doing the other thing. I just... No, no. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I can also, I can kind of, um, I can kind of resonate with that because I feel when I step out of the house, I feel like I've lost my head. Um, oh, I yeah, feel yeah. like a bit, and that's yeah, yeah. because I haven't been out for several days or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I'm like ninja moves in the supermarket. <laughs> 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 Just trying to do that's it as fast as I can to get out. <laughs> and in that way, it's, it's weird. It is funny, but it's also like the shows to see even how that is kind of affecting. It might just be me. <laughs> no, it's not. No, honestly, honey, it's really just uh -huh. not. We well, have to collectively after this, we're going to make sure we need to invest in some kind of counselling or just talk about this because it's going to affect a lot of us. Yeah. We might not even realise our habits are going to change after this, but it's not going to go back to, we're all going to be feeling a bit anxious about how we interact and even just in public spaces when they open up um, the malls the um shopping centers and the cinemas again it's going to be difficult it's going to yeah. be tough it's gonna yeah be without a doubt without a doubt um can i ask you something really personal <laughs> yes <laughs> um so you know I, obviously we will kind of chat to our friends and whatever every day and uh, me and a couple of my girlfriends have been talking about like hair and nails and stuff and my nails which are normally my pride and joy are shot so if ever you see my nails in the screen please don't berate me because they look terrible they're broken and just because I had to get the gel off and you know what I mean like first world problems they're not coping very well um in terms of like the <laughs> like looking good and all this that and the other um What's the situation? What's happening with you? I had to like um, open various drawers to find my makeup bag because I'd completely forgotten where it was because I, I don't think I've worn makeup for about a month since, uh, you know, like things like that. It's like really weird to put it on today going, oh, what is makeup? Wow, oh, it makes me look younger as well. This is good. Yeah. Really, I should put it back on every day. Like, <laughs> 
So how's your um, <laughs> how's your regime going? Well, if it wasn't for this call, I wouldn't. Have, I put a little bit of foundation and a little bit of lipstick. I have got like four giant pats under this head wrap, and yeah. I was thinking, oh, I could do like a twist out, or I could do a style. And I was like, you know what? Let me just wrap this thing up. Yeah. <laughs> so I I actually miss my local salon and i hope they make it through because they're they're the local you know on the little little, on my little high street Mm -hmm. i'm gonna miss i miss them a lot and i like to change up my hairstyle Mm um and i know people are learning how to do their own braids and they're doing them i i i I might try to learn i don't know i feel like it (laughs) yeah yeah and it's all about how you feel and at the end of the day there's so many brilliant YouTube videos anyway that you, you can do all sorts of stuff, but also it is about what's just best for you in the moment. And if you're not feeling it, don't worry about it. <laughs> Let me try this thing. I've got, you know, no one will, like if I, if I do it and it doesn't work, you know, I don't have to take a picture. But um, yeah, no, I miss, I definitely miss my salon. I was never really into nails, but it was funny, just before, the, before this all happened, I was thinking, I'm going to treat myself to a money pedi and then it all happened. So now I'm like, <laughs> well, you're like, you're, well, that's so much for treating myself. Then when will that ever happen again? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, weird, it's, weird. <laughs> it's funny because I am, um, I never used to be into my nails. Well, saying that, I was into my nails in my twenties for a while. And then um, I used to have acrylics. And then when you take them off, obviously they destroy your own nails. Um, but then obviously, some people might remember I used to be a shopping channel presenter on QVC. Oh gosh, I started there about 2013. So you had to have for your close-up shots of perfect nails. Um, and so you'd get your nails done as a matter of course every two weeks. So I'm very used to just my nails looking. Wow, and yeah. um, it's just a shame. I pray for, <laughs> pray for them. <laughs> um, and thankfully, actually, when I came back from London working in London a few years ago now anyway I went natural because I, I used to wear all sorts of stuff on my hair who, who doesn't like but completely natural so for me like I was never really doing salon visits I mean I might go once once every couple of months to get trimmed like get split ends and whatever taken out yeah. but um thankfully everything could use my hair I'd order online or whatever else so I haven't yeah. felt the pain in that way some of my girlfriends have felt the pain in terms of you know they had custom custom made wigs and all the rest of it do you know what I mean and I'm like oh, yeah I'm I'm hoping I'm praying for them as well <laughs> oh sure it's a lot it's, 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 it's a bit tough isn't it um and so you know what I, I the whole point of this podcast is just about how we can keep ourselves um positive and keep joy in our lives mm-hmm. um because it's a very very difficult time make no mistake you know we only have to look at the news headlines for five minutes to understand the scale of this um and the worry that people are feeling for all manner of different reasons and you know they may have lost loved ones and what have you um i'm interested to know what you're doing or what what you're doing at home obviously you're working your butt off okay what are you doing in those non-work times to keep yourself joyful i love that question oh i love that so one of the things i'm doing and i have no guilt about doing this is just you know oh, hang on is it clean <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so sorry <laughs> i'm a child of the 70s i'm yeah. watching carry on movies so <laughs> sorry. <I> couldn't yeah <laughs> Catching up on whatever I want to watch, whatever nonsense that might be on Netflix. 
I'll binge whatever I want to binge. I'm discovering new shows. I discovered Race Across the World recently, which I'd never watched before, which oh. is a great show on the BBC, which is just about people f- going from one end of the world to the other on a limited budget. Love it. Um, and, and I like my my US-based reality TV, so my Real Housewives. I'm limited, I'm, I don't watch all of them, but Real Housewives, Mice Medicine, that's my thing. Um, music, I'm... I'm tapping into new music. I did a little call, a shout, a, a call out on Twitter for people just to rec- send in some recommendations. Oh. And I've just been trying, I've discovered a whole host of new musicians that I'd never heard of before. Really? So that's good. And, and another thing is, I've always been mindful of my social media. So I, I enjoy social media because I give it the energy that I want to receive, if that makes sense. Yeah. So actually, I know platforms like Twitter can be stressful, Instagram can be stressful, but because of how I use it, it has actually brought me joy. So I amplify funny clips on Twitter and I just, do you know what I like? I like the reaction and interaction from the people I follow and who follow me. So actually social media has been good. Um, I take regular breaks when I need to. So I'm, you know, if, if it gets overwhelming, I do take a break. But during this time, it's been nice. And because I amplify some funny, silly things, it's just been a nice outlet. Um, oh. So definitely, if you can figure out, because I know it's hard on social media, especially um, during a time like this, it can be overwhelming. But if you can figure out how to just amplify things that bring you joy and share things that bring you joy and, you know, just encourage others, social media can be quite positive. So I've just, yeah, I've used the content, the, the Netflix, the YouTube, any content that just makes me feel happy. Spotify has been good this season. I'm enjoying my Spotify playlists. <laughs> oh, and reading. Yeah. Reading. But, you know, the thing about reading is, as much as I love my books, is I pace myself. So when I finish a good book, I give myself a few days before I get into another good book. Um, because sometimes even reading, you've got to concentrate and focus. And I think at the time, I noticed I was constantly thinking. So reading, I like to get away with my book, but sometimes when I'm watching TV, I don't have to think. When I'm in my book, I've got to think. So it's about balancing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you in a book at the moment? I have a couple of books that um, have come through from authors that aren't, they're not released just yet. I'm lucky. Some, some people <laughs> um, And I just finished reading a fantastic book called The Namesake. I can't remember the author's name, but it was a brilliant, beautiful, beautiful book called The Namesake. Um, I was going to try Marlon Jones, well, try to reread Marlon James's um, book, The Seven Killings, but that was a tough read. And I had to, I was going to try it again this time around. And then I thought, no, it's still too much. It was too difficult. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. I'll tell you what, then when you get... Um with those links like set some of the links so at least I can kind of add them to um the podcast as well so other people can take that away um I like your strategy on social media and uh I'm gonna steal that strategy (laughs) because I think one of the reasons why I've been feeling uh quite low around which is probably the way I've been using it to be fair because you know and it's my journalist mentality I you know I look at the terrible headlines and I retweet them and I just go this is an outrage because I'm outraged right um and that hasn't been helping me so um but then you know you're talking about like really fun stuff I mean I love emergency animals and all those accounts where they show little cute baby animals and and like the dodo channel on um, Facebook watch like with rescued animals I could watch that all day every day 
maybe it's just just push those out like because i'm a sucker for a cat right so at some point meatloaf our cat will come in and start screaming probably because um, <laughs> that's what he does when he's hungry so i love animals so maybe it's that you know because um it's, it's a brilliant tip and you're obviously you know seeing great benefits from it in terms of like just getting laughs and people sharing laughs and stuff like that this is it this is it love it this is it it helps and i know like i said the caveat is balancing it balancing it out because we get so much information we get so overwhelmed and there is a lot of negativity i'm honest but on the flip side i feel like when i just and i think the thing is on social media is people sometimes use platforms like twitter i know i was at one point thinking oh i should be pushing out more professional stuff professional pr stuff and make people know that i'm a, an expert 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 and then i just thought to myself well, no, this is, it's such a big platform, especially Twitter specifically. I've got LinkedIn for the more serious stuff. Um, mm. Twitter, I can balance out my serious and my fun and it can still, it can bring me joy and it definitely has been bringing me joy. Oh my gosh, you're bringing me a lot of joy now here as well. <laughs> uh, brilliant tips. Oh yeah, um, what shows can you recommend on, on Netflix, although other SVODs are available? Um, <laughs> what... <laughs> What? Is it Real Housewives or something? Do you like real? You like all those women bitching after one another like that? Really? Well, Housewives isn't even on. It's not on Netflix, unfortunately. No, it's like, like, is, is it ITVB or something? It's no, a, yeah, ITVB. That's it. Um, Netflix is an excellent short series, four-part series called Unorthodox about oh. a woman, and it's based on a true story, although it's it's, it's, it's dramatized as well, based on a story of a woman who left the Hasidic Jewish community and her journey from leaving a marriage and moving to Berlin, from America, from New York to Berlin, fascinating. Like, wow, okay. It's brilliant. I think everyone should watch it. And it's had a really good reaction. Self-made. Oh yeah, I just saw that. Yes. I watched it in a day, I watched it in a day. So much fun. I, 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 it's interesting how certain stories are received. I think some people weren't, they didn't like the way, I don't want to, no spoilers, but some people didn't really like certain parts of the self-made um, yes. series. But if you watch it for what it is, it's just entertaining. And I can understand why they, they, they made it as dramatic as it was. It had to be, because otherwise it yeah. would have been fun. Yeah, um, absolutely right. There was dr definitely dramatic license taken. And there's quite a few people um, who said, uh, I didn't like the portrayal of X. It was very inaccurate. They made it up. Da -da 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 -da. Yes, yes. So, and then you go, okay, but... Uh, I suppose the baseline is at least they dramatised something about this incredibly important woman's life and legacy, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So those are my two main recommendations. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, oh, yeah, I can hear the cat. Wait a Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, can you hear him? Yeah, I can hear. <laughs> He's not going to jump up on my lap, but he's got a big gob. Anyway, that's probably the cue. <laughs> I'm going to feed him. But um, what I wanted to say was thank you so, 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 so much for joining me on uh, season two of Fabulous Woman, because you are Thank you. Woman. so are you. You're awesome. Oh, <laughs> You're too kind. Mutual appreciation society. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, stay joyful, stay positive, um, stay buoyant in these difficult times. Yeah. Meatloaf, just shush, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
sending you lots and lots of love. Um, before I go, how can we follow you on social media and on LinkedIn and all the rest of us? Give us all your goods. Give us okay, yes. so I have my own eponymous website, ronkillerwell.com, um, Twitter, ronkillerwell, Instagram, and LinkedIn, just search ronkillerwell. But my business is PR, so A-R-I-A-T-U-P-R.com. And if you Google me, you'll find me. <laughs> yes. She's Googleable, y'all. That's very important. Know who you're dealing with. This lady is awesome. <laughs> if you need PR services, she's ready for you. <laughs> Thank you um, so much. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> the Fabulous Woman Podcast is a Raging Brum production.